Hi there, I'm Sarah Zarella, a portrait and wedding photographer and your host for Wedding Secrets Unveiled. This is a podcast where we cut through the complexity of wedding planning, leaving you with everything you need to know direct from the industry experts. If you want to simplify your wedding planning while having fun, of course, you came to the right place. Join me while I guide you through your planning, starting from your engagement to your big day where you say, I do. After photographing for the past 18 years, I am sharing with you tips and tricks to cut through the excess noise because I believe from the moment you said yes, your planning experience should be a magical time in your life. Here you'll find episodes that are fun, stress-free, and straight to the point with a fresh, honest take about the reality of what you really need to know about planning your perfect day. Let's dive in. Well, welcome back, podcast friends. So I have Judy here today. Hello, Judy. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Well, thanks for talking with me today. Of course. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, I'm very excited because I this entire realm that we're about to talk about today, I have no clue about. So I am going to be like such a interested listener over here because as I'm interviewing you I'm going to be I'm going to be learning so much because I'm excited to share with our listeners what you do so with that said can you tell our listeners who you are who you serve and what you do in your business yes of course um so I have a floral preservation business um, named Bloomsake, and basically what we do is we turn your um flowers into a forever keepsake um we mainly work with brides but of course we work with um everyone um we have different options that you can choose from um anywhere from a tray a floral block wine stoppers coasters um all the fun stuff and um we basically just preserve your flowers and turn them into those little fun keepsakes. So how did this even start? When did you even so, decide to get into this? <laughs> so I have I've always been in the wedding industry. Um, I used to manage um, a bridal salon um, and sell wedding dresses. So whenever I would chat with my brides who were trying on wedding dresses and their moms, we would always go back to the... Um, not really an issue, but the point that flowers were so expensive and you spend so much money on them and you only are able to enjoy them the day of. You can't really keep the flowers forever. And so, of course, I wanted to find a way to kind of help my brides with this problem. Um, I even reached out to a few florists to see if, you know, anybody kind of like did this preservation Um, thing which was not really that common back when I first started doing it Um, and I've always been super creative myself and you know I went to fashion school and so I took like a bunch of different art classes and um, I actually worked with resin while I was in school Um, so as I was researching and kind of like playing around I realized that um, you can make resin jewelry with flowers and so light bulb kind of like ticked me and um i was thinking if you can put flowers inside jewelry then you should be able to do it with you know larger products and so i started messing around and then i ended up getting really good at it um i started uh preserving my friends flowers 
And from then on, everybody just started becoming in love with all the pieces and um, word of mouth kind of just spread. And this was um, beginning of COVID. So I decided to quit my full-time job and focus mainly on flower preservation. And here we are today. I love it. And for our listeners, if you hop on Judy's website, you can see all the visuals of what she's talking about. I'm even looking at it right now, and I'm just loving the wine stoppers. I mean, you know, what better favors or, like, gifts? Because I'm thinking, like, yes, obviously you talk about that you work with couples and brides, but, like, like even – something for not even for a wedding like or just like a favor or just something custom made um it's something really sweet i just love it I, I, there's like there's paperweights there's coasters all sorts of fun products that we're going to talk about in this podcast obviously yeah i was gonna say the smaller pieces are um definitely perfect for bridesmaids gifts groomsmen's gift um you know just something for your special um, loved ones to have from the day of your wedding. So take me through this now. Um, As I said in the beginning, this is all new to me because obviously you found like a niche market, right? So we have someone getting married, right? And we have this beautiful bouquet and it's the next day and we're looking at this bouquet. What do we do with this? Where do we go from here? So we have two options. We um, we are located in Houston, Texas. So if you are local um, to the Houston area, then we have drop-offs available. But if you are not, then we actually send you a detailed packing instructions email um, to teach you how to pack your flowers so it can arrive to our studio safely. Perfect. So you basically can service anyone no matter where they're at. Yep, that's correct. All right. Yep, so, we work with everybody. And is there like a certain time frame of when really you need to get your flowers to you? And the reason why I'm thinking about this is like I'm sure there's a lot of people who are listening right now that haven't even been married. So maybe there's like this, you know, window of opportunity. And then there's might be some people maybe who've already been married. But I'm just saying where's the sweet spot when we're dealing with fresh flowers? Yeah. So with fresh flowers, the sooner the better. Um, I always recommend everybody to send their flowers in the Monday right after their wedding, just because on the weekends, you know, the postal services are close. So it's just going to be sitting in a box um, getting all wilted. Um, We have, let's say your wedding has passed and it's been a couple of years and you have your flowers just sitting there drying. We can also actually work with those flowers. Um, As long as your flowers are dry, then we can work with that. We actually have worked with flowers over 16 years old. Um, I had a um, mom who reached out to me about her daughter's flowers. Her daughter was getting married. And so we preserved her daughter's fresh flowers. And she mentioned that she had her wedding flowers from 16 years ago. And so we were able to not only preserve her flowers, but her daughter's flowers, but also her flowers her flowers. So that was really cool to kind of have like both of them. Um, and we mixed it a little, mixed them in together. So she was able to kind of have a little piece, piece of her wedding and her daughter's wedding all in one piece. Oh, so that's really interesting. So then you can basically take someone else's flowers who've already been married years ago. And as long as it's dried, right, you can work with those. Yeah, exactly. 
Oh, so there's not like a time frame other than obviously, like you said, if it's the fresh flowers that 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 like immediately before you leave for your honeymoon or something like that. Correct. Exactly. I always say, you know, um, you're thinking about a million things during your wedding and after your wedding, you should just be able to focus and celebrate your, you know, new marriage. Um, Always assign that task to somebody else like your maid of honor so that you don't have to stress about it. Can you tell me a little bit about different types of products that you do, like that you make with the flowers, and then what is kind of your popular options that you have? Yeah, so we make anywhere from the serving trays to coasters, um, you know, wine stoppers, ring holders. I would say our most popular product is going to be our gold handle serving tray. Um, it's a 12 by 12 rectangular, or sorry, square tray um, with these beautiful gold handles. They just look so luxurious, and it's just a beautiful piece to have displayed in your living room um, so that you can be able to enjoy your wedding flowers every day. Why do you think the gold handle tray has became your most popular item that you sell? I think that um, just, you know, the look of it is, um, like I said, very, it looks very luxurious and it is something that is a little bit more functional um, than just putting it on your wall, you can display it, you know, and on a table in your living room in your dining room, wherever. And it just has um, that, you know, added, added um, luxurious look to it. What about custom pieces? Have you ever had those requests? And what do you do with that? Yeah, so um, everything is actually um, a custom piece um, just because everybody has um, a different style of flowers. Um, But I actually had somebody reach out to me um, who wanted to preserve a bagel. Um, I think that was the most custom and fun piece that I've ever worked with. Um, Her husband used to own a bagel shop um, and it unfortunately closed down during COVID. However, they had a bunch of frozen bagels left over, and for his 50th birthday, she wanted to surprise him with a bagel block. So I think that was the most custom and fun piece that I've ever worked with. Uh, So (laughs) I'm only laughing because, like, for the people who are listening, obviously we don't have any cameras or anything. My face is just like, I'm just, my (laughs) eyes popped out of my head because I'm. I asked you this because I'm thinking like, oh, custom pieces, like somebody might want to take their flowers and make like a different type of piece with it than you have on your website. But never did I ever think that you're going to hit me up with like a bagel. So so basically, though, you know, it's funny, like as you say, that's like the sky's the limit here. I mean, it it sounds like to me that you're open to preserving, you know, they could think it. you might be able to do it, right? Yeah, I mean, hey, if we can if we can do it, then I would yeah, I would love to do it. I feel like that that's um the fun part of my job is being able to see the different, you know, pieces and things that we can make out of resin. Now, at the time when you opened the business, you said that you were one of were you the no one was doing this. Were you one of the only ones doing it and where, what has happened with your industry that you're seeing now? Yeah, so at the time, um, I started playing around with resin, preserving flowers and resin 
maybe end of 2018. Um, you know, I didn't make it into a business until 2020 and really like fully focus on it. But at the time when I started, um, I would say, you know, I, I think I was one of like the only one doing it. And um, I didn't really see this type of preservation style around. Um, and as you know, time went on TikTok and reels definitely played a huge role in expanding kind of the um, art of this type of preservation um, and you just see people um, try to do this more and more but what do you think sets you apart from them yeah so I think what sets me apart is definitely my years of experience um I know a lot of people, you know, are big DIYers and want to try to DIY their piece and work with resin, but um, with resin, it is, um, you know, you have to be really just, you have to have enough experience because when you don't do it correctly, it can actually become a little bit dangerous and become um, a hazard. If you mix too much, then it starts heating up and kind of like starts creating this like chemical smell. Um, there's there's a lot of you know little factors that go into it. Um, so I definitely think my experience and years of doing it sets me apart from everybody else. What is somebody who's listening to this? Uh, what are they looking at in in price points? Take us through a little bit of the process and a little bit about the cost of, of preserving their bouquet. Yeah, so um, with resin preservation, you know, resin is not really a um, cheap material. Um, and it also is very, it takes a long time to finish up a piece because our process when when preserving flowers is that we once we take your flowers we have to make, make sure that the flowers are fully dry before casting them in resin resin and um water or anything wet they it doesn't mix well together um so that's where drying the flowers come in and so that is one step of the process which takes um a few weeks and up to a month depending on what types type of flowers we have and then with the resin casting process that takes anywhere from two to three weeks depending on you know the piece so you know it is very time consuming so that's that's what reflects in our pricing um, and also the material um, so with our pricing um, our trays um, they go anywhere from um, 550 to um, 780 and then our smaller pieces go anywhere from $50 to um, $100 it really depends on you know which piece you pick um, but they are all you know made with so much love they're handmade by us um, where we don't use any type of machines and so I think that really just reflects off of our pieces um, uh, and that is why we are priced the way that we are. I love it. And you're making something very special for that. Exactly. And something that, you know, um, is very, I think, sentimental that can be passed down to um, just generations.
All right, Judy, so we're going to take a quick break. And then when we get back, let's go over with our listeners a little bit about the actual technical end of your process in regards to like what people should expect, what's different flowers, what colors they turn into. And maybe you can kind of go over with us a little bit about what flowers work best. Sounds good. I appreciate you being here. And hey, if you like what you're hearing, I encourage you to check out our website at sarahzarella.com. And don't forget, you can actually subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening so you never miss an episode. And I would so appreciate if you left a fabulous review on Apple Podcast. Even better, share it with a friend. It's a great way to show your support. And now, let's get back to the episode. Well, welcome back, podcast friends. So before the break, we were diving in with Judy about flower preservation. However... I think it's time to get into the technical end. So Judy, hit me up and tell me and the listeners, what flowers do you feel preserve better? Um, so one thing about um, flower preservation is that, as I mentioned earlier, is that we have to make sure that the flowers are dry before casting them into resin. The thing about drying flowers is that a lot of flowers change colors whenever you dry them, which is really cool. Uh, For example, red roses, they dry out as burgundy roses. They turn into this like dark, beautiful burgundy color. Same with white roses, they actually dry into a more cream color. So just keep that in mind whenever you are if you're wanting to preserve your flowers, some flowers might not um, turn out to be exactly the way that your fresh flowers look. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, they're, they're still the same flowers and we still preserve those flowers that you have from your wedding. Interesting. So why, just out of curiosity, why is peonies the, your favorite flower? Because I, I find that that's actually a favorite flower requested in general. So what about the preservation of it makes it also one of your favorite flowers? I think that just, you know, just the flower itself, um, personally, um, it's one of my favorite flowers. But I think the way that they turn out when they are dried and the way that they look inside a preservation piece just really... Um, like I, I always say the peonies are always the star of the show. They just stand out so beautifully, especially with darker colors or pink peonies. They just look so beautiful whenever um, we cast them in resin. Is there a particular flower that you, you can't work with just out of curiosity? Um, I, so far, I haven't, you know, fa- like there's not one flower that is just like an absolute no um, it's more of the delicate flowers, um, such as like chrysanthemums or, um, you know, sometimes daisies, because their petals are so little, they're really hard to dry. Whenever we dry them, the petals will just start falling. Um, sometimes we'll glue them back on again, depending on how many petals there are. But I would say um, it, it's more challenging to work with flowers that have little petals and a lot of petals like that. Well, Judy, before we get into the wrap-up question, I just kind of want to learn a little bit more about you and how your life has full-circled into doing such a unique product that I've learned so much about. And so for all of our listeners, now they know what to do with their flowers that they're spending all this money on, right? Yeah. But you said earlier that you were in the wedding industry. So 
have yours are you seeing anything to do with the wedding dress industry like maybe the preservation of the wedding industry for their dresses going into now to the floral end or is there any um, connection that you're seeing that's happened for you with the two i think the connection i would say is more of the um styles um i feel like people nowadays um so last year i felt like i was seeing more classic styles which ties into you know the wedding dresses that a lot of brides will choose um and now i feel like i'm seeing more colorful flowers um a lot of brides are wanting to do more of that kind of like wildflower look um more um whimsical and so i think that kind of just like ties into um, like more of like the style that they pick and then with the wedding dress styles they'll kind of like tie in their flowers and like their overall wedding to it. Um, I think that's where it kind of just like falls in place together. I Again, I have another random question as you're talking, I just thought, totally thought about this, but what about when people send you their flowers, right? Because everything's custom, mm -hmm. right? And and yeah. obviously a lot of people haven't gone through this, so this is their first time doing this. Do they get to see like a proof or anything? Like how do they visually, because we, you know, you talked about wedding dresses being unique and flowers are unique. Do they get to see uh, what, what their product might be before they invest or how does that work? Yeah, so um, we actually have that option for some pieces um some of the smaller pieces it's it's a little hard for us to do to show a proof because with the molds that we use um it's just you know it's up the way that we make it is like more upside down versus um just how they're supposed to be um and with those pieces it's a little hard to show a proof um but we do have the option um, for our customers to ask for a proof if they're wanting one. A lot of uh, a lot of customers that we work with, um, they you know trust us with the design. They um, do their research before they they um, work with us, and they see what styles um, that we have done in the past, and so they kind of just use that as our um, overall style. They know that that's what it's gonna kind of like turn out to be. So, so um, they do have an option to see a proof if they want, but most of our clients just let us do our thing. I was going to say, and also too, I think part of the beauty is to see what you make with their flowers. I mean, it's the same thing with a bouquet, right? I mean, I'm sure they exactly. send all the inspiration to their florist, but ultimately the day of your wedding is the day that your bouquet is presented to you. And I mean, you exactly. have all these great visuals on your website, so people can kind of see what you have created. Yes, exactly. And it's, you know, also, we, we always tell our customers that we can't guarantee the use of every single flower just because, you know, some flowers, they, um, some flowers will ship beautifully, but some flowers don't make it through the shipping process. And also the drying process is another thing to kind of like, look out for some flowers, they dry beautifully, but then some flowers, they just don't. Um, and so we tend to pick the best looking ones to make their pieces with. Well, Judy, it's time for a wrap up question. What are some key points that couples should be asking if they are thinking about preserving their flowers to ensure that they are working with a professional company and that they get the results that they are looking for? So the first 
key point I would say is to do your research. Um, look at your, the company's social media pages, look at their website, look at their previous work and see if that's something that aligns with your style and look at, you know, how many pieces they've made prior to you working with them so that you can really see, you know, how many years they've been in business and their experience. The second one I would say is to take a look and see if the company that you want to work with has a reservation option. A lot of floral preservation companies require a reservation weeks or months in advance. Um, they only take a certain spot. And so that is something to really pay attention to. With us, we actually don't have that requirement. We work with anybody at all times. Um, like I said earlier, even if your wedding has passed for a few years, we are still open to working with you. I myself am a huge procrastinator, so I totally get um, you know, wanting to do things last minute. I also get that when you're planning your wedding, you have a million things you're thinking about and preserving your flowers might not be on top of the list and that's totally okay. We work, actually, I would say like maybe 80% of our customers are all brides who are last minute frantically calling us, hey, I didn't realize that, you know, this was a thing or I didn't even think about preserving my flowers until after my wedding. Can you still work with me? And so, you know, we love working with our last minute brides. So we're here to help. Um, and then lastly, I would say, um, think about, you know, the timeline and see if, you know, this company's timeline is something that you are able to work with because I know a lot of times um, brides will um, purchase these smaller pieces and give them as um, gifts or favors to their bridal party and their loved ones. So if you know if you're wanting that piece sooner for them, then that's definitely something to consider. I love it. Well, you just helped all of our listeners become one step closer to a stress-free wedding planning journey. Can you tell awesome. everybody where they can find you? Yes. So we are on all major social platforms. You can find us um, with our username, Bloomsake, B-L-O-O-M-S-A-K-E, or you can find us on our website at www.bloomsake.com. And then for our listeners, Judy, I'll have all of your information on our episode show notes and where they can find you and all the information from today's show. I'll even put some samples of your work right there for everybody, which you awesome. all, yes, exactly. And then you all can find it on our website podcast page, which is at sarahzarella.com backslash podcast. So thank you, Judy. Thank you, Sarah. It was so fun to chat with you today. Much love. Thank you. Have a great day. And for our listeners, I hope you enjoyed our podcast. Thank you for listening to Wedding Secrets Unveiled. I appreciate you being here. And hey, if you enjoyed this episode, I want to tell you something. I encourage you to check out our website at sarahzarella.com. We love photographing while having fun, of course. Check out our podcast page on our website for our show notes, along with upcoming episodes with your local wedding experts. Listen in as we help you plan your epic event. And don't forget that you can actually subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening so you never miss an episode. 
I would so appreciate if you left a review for us on Apple Podcasts. Even better, share it with a friend. It's a great way to show your support and let us know what you think. If you know any wedding experts that would like to be a guest, we have a link directly on our website where they can let us know. Thank you for listening.